Welcome to another episode of the Walk the Line podcast. I'll be your host, Greg Sowers, and today I will be joined by Jackson Taylor. Uh, Jackson is currently a player on the Middle Tennessee State uh, hockey team. Uh, last year, he was an assistant captain and also served as the team president. So at this time, I'd like to welcome on Jackson. How's it going? Um, it's going good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Anytime, anytime. Uh, so for our listeners out there, we're going to uh, kind of go through Jackson's career. Um, I know last week we had on uh, Jimmy Wark and, you know, the goal with this podcast is to kind of get into one specific thing while also learning about the player, or the person who we're interviewing. So uh, let's start at the very beginning, uh, Jackson. And, um, you know, how I, I'm assuming you grew up, uh, actually, you were born in Florida. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Not, I didn't. I was actually. Uh, that's where I started playing hockey. I did not know you were from Florida. How did uh, How did you get involved in in hockey? Being down there. Yeah. So, um, just going back before I even like saw hockey for the first time. Uh, my dad grew up playing baseball all his life, and so I guess he assumed that I was me a baseball player. He designed my whole room, uh, just kind of like baseball stuff everywhere. And then um, my cousins. Um, they played hockey growing up, so he always went to their games. And then I went to a, one of them for the first time, and I guess I just fell in love. Uh, yeah, then we got uh, skating lessons all done. I mean, we got them all set up, and <laughs> yeah. it didn't go as planned when uh, we got there. Uh, my dad had to take my Thomas and friends train out of my hand, throw it on the ice, and then that's why I stepped on the ice the first time. <laughs> that's how you were that's what motivated you to get out there was your thomas the 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 train being yeah I was, the I was screaming on uh, top of my lungs uh trying to get that thing back uh <laughs> hey everyone starts in their own way so that's uh yeah. that's nothing to be embarrassed by i don't really i don't i haven't heard that one before but i'm sure there's a lot of other <laughs> funny <laughs> stories about how you're getting on the ice um what actually do you remember the rink that you started skating at in, in florida Just yeah curious. in arena um a lot of great memories growing up there it's called Hertz Arena now which is unfortunate but I mean times change yeah I, play, I actually played a lot of games there they got I think it's they had two sheets and then a main arena where I think the Everblades still uh still play there yeah so, yeah they have three sheets um they had one of the recreational ones and then another one that's kind of like the Terry Crisp rink at Bellevue and then they had the main sheet got it got it Okay, well, um, yeah, I mean, everyone's got a story of how they started, so Thomas the Train it is. Um, but, uh, so, you, you know, you start playing in Florida. Um, were you playing competitive hockey, or is just that kind of where you learned how to skate in Florida before making the move to, uh, to Tennessee? Oh, yeah, so, I mean, I moved to Tennessee when I was six, so I didn't really get to touch travel hockey at all. So I was just doing um, house league and – um, got a lot of skating coaches uh, helping me out. This guy named Scotty Do. I don't really know what his name is, but that's what we called him. Okay. Um, yeah, so he helped me out a lot with hockey, and that's just basically what I did. Just probably like three or four years of house league, and then first year of travel was here in Tennessee. So coming from Florida, like obviously not a a big hockey market at the time, but I mean it's it's growing now, and there's teams all over the place down there, and multiple professional teams, not just at the NHL level. I know you said you were six, but do you remember it being much different or, you know, you basically moved from one small hockey market to another small hockey market. Um, was there, again, you were sick, so I'm recalling your memory here, but uh, did you notice anything that was 
different, better, worse, anything like that? Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't really tell you much. I know, yeah. I think Florida was probably a little more popular than Tennessee at the time. I don't really know. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think there so was we, more travel in uh, Florida. So, I mean, I don't really I can't remember too much. Yeah. So, when you came to um, – did you move to the, the Nashville area or the, the outskirts? Yeah. So, um, my dad got a job – or, actually, he started a business with uh, his brother-in-law at the time. Um it was like a fitness thing and uh they got a little house in Murfreesboro so we stayed there and then kind of branched out to a different place in Murfreesboro with my grandmother for a year and then we uh found our home in Laverne okay well um so I guess when you and I'm not even real sure on the timeline trying to do the math in my head were the Preds already here when you guys moved in yeah yeah so um I think my first Preds game I was like seven uh so that was like a year after probably when I got here Okay, and then uh, I'm trying to think. I guess Centennial, is that where you uh, started skating, or was it A-game? Um, uh, I think Here. I think it was Centennial. I know I did the hockey school a lot at um, A-game when they had it. But, yeah, I think it was Centennial. I started uh, doing their house league, and then I tried out for the select all-star team and made that. So it was a lot of fun. Okay, well um... – you know, trying to, you're kind of jumping forward here. So you're in Nashville, you're, you're starting to get your, your feet wet with, with playing hockey at a competitive level. But um, tell me about uh, before you started playing, it looks like you played for the, the junior Preds, um, the original junior Preds uh, in 14, 15. Were you playing um, single A, double A before that? Because it looks like, again, just come from your elite prospects, who knows how true it is, but your first documented you know, on elite prospects as 15U AAA. Uh, so tell me about what happened with uh, your hockey career before that. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, just uh, just going through Flyers, um, a lot of Flyers teams. And then there was this one team, Nashville Chaos, like right after my first travel year. Um, that ended quickly. And then like <laughs> Flyers. And then when I got to 12U, it was actually Junior Preds too, but uh, don't have stats for that obviously but um yeah but yeah that was double a and then i think the rest of them was like single a and then that 15 uh junior preds i was not triple a i could not afford that but i was <laughs> so i was double a that year i don't know why they put a triple a in there okay well i will blame elite prospects then in my <laughs> uh, ability to google your stats um so but you also were part of uh gene ash and it's um you know it, it's been around for a while but you know, back in 15, 16, your freshman year as a, as a high schooler, um, you're playing for Blackman Stewart's, Stewart's Creek. Um, we've had, you know, Zach Giblin on, a former Gene Ash player who just committed to MTSU, I believe, officially. Um, and, you know, we talked about Gene Ash a good bit, but um, if you just want to talk a little bit about, you know, your experience playing, playing Gene Ash and, and how much it's, you've seen it grow um, since, you, since you've been out of it. Oh, yeah, Gene Ash, it was a ton of fun. Um, I mean, it was really different for me than many people. Uh, I think my team at the time, I mean, when I joined freshman year, probably like four or five travel players. Um, I know other teams played like 10 to 15. So it, it was a different experience for me, just playing with a lot of new people. But, I mean, at the same time, it, it just made it fun. I was, It gave me like a chance to, like, I guess, be a leader on that team. And I, and, uh, I don't know, just – I had more fun, I guess, on a team with people not as much experience, kind of like 
help them through the way as I'm like a new player on there. So, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And so you're freshman and sophomore year again, you're part of Blackman Stewart's Creek. Um, and then your junior and, uh, and senior year, it looks like you were the, the captain of the team. Is that elite prospects confirmed? <laughs> yeah, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. <laughs> okay. So how did that, um, I know uh, Zach was a captain as well, uh, Zach Giblin, but um, how did that um, opportunity come about? You know, is there something that coach said to you that, um, you know, the reason why you'd be captain and if you could share a little bit about, you know, captaining a, a GNH hockey team back then? No, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you just saw my capabilities on and off the ice, just trying to lead everyone to success. I mean, we weren't the best, but uh, I always try to pump everyone up and, try not to have like anyone down on the bench. So I always try to, I know, just cheer people up. Um, we got, we got our butts beat a lot and G Nash, but I mean, it was still yeah. a lot of fun. I was trying to keep it positive on the bench for everyone. So I guess you just saw that. Yeah. I mean, like we said before, G Nash has obviously grown and to go back to a point you said um, earlier, you know, you had maybe five travel players. Well, I mean, now you look at G Nash and it's hard to find a player or a team with uh, five 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 players who aren't playing travel um so it's it's definitely grown that the game and the skill has and the speed has has picked up tremendously um so while you were playing for blackman you also were playing travel for um it looks like you split or you were playing travel for knoxville ice bears and uh the nashville flyers um was there a a reason why you decided to do both your your junior and senior year or you're just looking for more ice uh, yeah, more ice, of course. Um, you know, Gnash, it at the time, like you said, it didn't feel as competitive. Not a lot of practices or games. So just having travel in there, um, mixed in there, it gave me a lot more ice time, allowed me to get better, of course. So um, I just feel like it was necessary at the time to do both. Yeah, and you're um, – well, let me talk about Knoxville real quick. So you were living in Nashville and playing for the Knoxville Ice Bears? Yeah, so the reason um, I did that, so me and Evan Wrench both played for that team. Um, for uh, I think the biggest reason was because they always um, went to nationals and Flyers and uh, yeah, Flyers never wanted to the teams I played on. So mm -hmm. we just wanted to look for a national team, uh, I guess, to do on our uh, one of our last years of uh, 18U, and um, yeah, it was. It was a blast. I mean, probably one of the best, uh, just like most fun uh, seasons I've had in these hockey league. So you, you guys actually did go to nationals when you're on that Knoxville team. Yeah, we did. We did. It was a lot of fun. And how'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not the record you're looking for, 0-3, but it was, yeah. it was the experience. It was all the way up in Green Bay, um, snow, ice everywhere. It was a ton of fun. Yeah, just a couple uh... – 18 Southern boys going up to Green Bay and freezing and probably playing some really good hockey teams. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was a good experience, but maybe not the results you wanted. No, 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 not of course. Um, so, and then your senior year, you doubled up with Blackman Stewart's Creek, still the captain of your high school team. And you put up 41 points in 16 games. Um, do you think that had something to do with, you know, playing travel the, the year before um, and maybe elevating your play, or you just think you were bigger, you know, faster, stronger as a, as a senior? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, um, coming out of that Knoxville season, it, I 
had a huge confidence boost. I mean, that was probably the most active and in shape I was uh, that season. So I had, I had tons of adrenaline coming out of it. Um, yeah, I mean, travel and well, playing both of those. I mean, it's a huge, uh, it's a huge advantage when you're playing in those high school games. Um, just not a lot of people are playing both, and they, I think they really should uh, if they want to have the edge on their opponents. Yeah, and um, not not to backtrack again, but I'm going to. Um, so when you're playing for, for Knoxville and living, you know, in the Nashville area, were you traveling out there during the week for practice or was it a team where you just practice on the weekends? How did that, how did that work <laughs> with, with the team yeah. you're playing for being, you know, three and a half hours away? Yeah. So what they did, they allowed me, um, to only have to practice once a month with them, which. Wow. Superstar. They, yeah. It kind of sucked. Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> um really be with the guys a lot but I mean we made it work um I know Evan had family in Knoxville so I know he stayed there a lot and practiced with the team and thankfully the team had practices in the weekend so that helped out a lot trying to get there Mm -hmm. well so uh like you mentioned before captain in your uh, junior and senior year and then uh after graduation you decided to uh, go to Middle Tennessee um, and play for the club hockey team. At the time, uh, they were in the ACHA. Um, but if you want to talk a little bit about how you came across MTSU, were you recruited or did you just always have it set you were going to go there and they had a hockey team? Uh, h- how did that all play out? Yeah, so I, I guess I could say it was recruited. Um, I know their coach at the time uh, really wanted me to come play for them. Um, I was I was hesitating a little bit. I was trying to way of my options for sure. I mean, I had Kentucky um, waiting for an answer. Um, I know I had some invites for juniors. I was trying to like think like, what's my next move here? What do I want to do? What's best for me? Um, and, you know, I mean, junior hockey is so expensive nowadays. It's so hard to make that commitment. And uh, so I guess um, I just looked at Middle Tennessee. It's close to home, in-state tuition. It's affordable, so. I think that was like just the smartest move for me to keep playing competitively. Yeah. Was that, um, I think that might've been my second year with MTSU. Um, but Jason was the, the coach who recruited you, Jason Rehards. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously you've been there since the coaching change and since the move from the, from ACHA to the college hockey federation. Um, I know we talked to Tanner bond a little bit about this, but if you want to just touch on, you know, the differences you've seen the program go through, you know, regardless of coaching change, but just the, the players that are coming in now. And I mean, it's night and day from when I started with MTSU and when you came in and to where it is now. Uh, so if you just want to touch a little bit on, on that and uh, maybe share your, well, let's just do that. Let's just share the, uh, uh, the changes you've seen uh, for MTSU. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's grown a lot. I mean, I know uh, my first year and your second year uh, with MTSU, um, I mean, we weren't the greatest. Uh, we didn't have a lot of players coming from out of town, and especially G-Nash. I know we had, like, probably six coming out of G-Nash. But, I mean, over the years, just tons of players just going through the pipeline from G-Nash to MTSU and really solid players as well. Um, so it's really exciting seeing just, like, um, just how much we've improved over the years, especially like being president and helping recruit these players. Um, 
it's it's pretty amazing to what it's turned into. I know I'm not even president in uh, this coming up year, but uh, just showing how much it's grown, it feels like every week I'm hearing like a new recruit we're getting. So, I mean, it's it's really exciting. Yeah, it's, and you brought it up and we were going to touch on it, but um, so Jackson served as the the team president. Um, did you, was it just your team? Was it just last year? Or was it also your sophomore year? Yeah. So um, our old president, Nathaniel, he handed that off to me in the summer before uh, my sophomore year. And, and then uh, I took, took it by the horns until probably uh, I think I gave it over to Lyndon Palmer um, day right before uh, this semester started. Okay. And so for those of you who don't know, you know, the NCAA programs, they're, you know, program run by the coach and the school setting up practice times. But uh, for the club hockey teams, some of these teams, and it's it's different everywhere, but a lot of them are player run. Uh, you have your coach obviously running the bench and, and making practice plans and deciding who's in and who's out. But, um, you know, Jackson uh, was the guy who was scheduling the, the practice and, and figured out what teams are going to play for a bit there. And it, it, can you just uh, touch on, on the responsibilities that a, that a president of middle Tennessee uh, hockey has? Oh yeah, it's pretty huge. Um, you know, like you mentioned, just getting all the games and then uh, working with Ford Ice center on trying to get everything worked out, just making sure we have all these practices and games as we were promised uh, with them. Um, we've had a lot of mishaps with uh, them on their end, having to uh, overwrite some practices with uh, tournaments and junior preds practices. So, I mean, that was unfortunate, but thankfully that never happened. Um, and yeah, scheduling games out of town, especially, uh, I know vice presidents usually uh, did this for us, but they would have to uh, like get buses lined up, um, hotels, you know, work with the other teams um, on how uh, we can get this sorted out. But yeah, um, it's a lot to handle at once for, uh, you know, a student and someone who's playing on the team as well. Um, but it, it, at the end of the day, it's it's really cool to see what you did and what you did to help uh, a student run organization. And it also looks good on the resume. So it's right, a, right. The win win. And for those who don't know, if you've ever tried to schedule ice with a rink, it is one of the hardest things you ever have to do in your life. Most um, <laughs> Figured out the cost and the time. And for whatever reason, if you're trying to schedule ice at a rink, they tend to not know how to use their email. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, um, and I'm sure you could <laughs> tell a bunch of stories as, as I can, but yeah, it yeah. is, it is not, it is not easy. Um, so kudos to you for, for handling that and managing the play and, I know you're working um, and playing. So, um, and, and you touched on it too. It's a good resume builder. Um, and I know a lot of our listeners and they're, they don't know too much about club hockey. You know, it's, it's NCAA or bust. And, um, you know, I'm sure being president of, of this team, it, it's a lot of responsibility and it's, it's definitely, I would think it's going to help you in your professional career. Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, just uh, showing uh, people you're applying for, like businesses, like showing them what you did for a, a student-run organization that brought in like tons of people around the country, especially in your state. I mean, they're going to love seeing that on your resume. Um, and also club hockey's is it's getting right up there with NCAA D3 right now. Just 
the ACHA D1 and then CHS D1. They're, they're up there with the competition. So, I mean, everyone looking to do NCAA um, might want to look at ACHA and CHS as well. So, Yep. A lot, lot of options out there. A lot of options. Um, one thing you did mention was you were also part of the recruiting process. Um, does that mean you were, you were going to games or if a, a coach, you know, liked a certain player, he would give them your number so you can talk about the program. How, how did, what was your role, um, you know, big or small in the, the recruiting process or still the recruiting process? Yeah. So um, usually I would have a lot of recruits reach out to us. Um, I set up the website for MTSU hockey and um, set up a little recruitment page. So a lot of um, recruits came through that and then, also, uh, coach, coach Tim at the time, he would um, send me a lot of players to reach out to. So I, uh, I asked them for their information and all that, and um, how they got into hockey, like basic stats, like height, weight, um, any if they have any film, all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, I mean it's just another another way that program has grown so much. Um, you know, when when we started, like the games, I mean there was live barn in the rink, but you know, now it's being broadcasted and you're getting these recruits and, you know, guys are coming from elsewhere other than Nashville. And they're still, you know, the, the, the really, you know, high level recruits in Nashville tended not to go to MTSU. They go to a UT or a UGA or something like that. And, you know, just in the past couple of years, you know, MTSU has been put on the map and um, you know, it's because of players and, and people like you doing, you know, all these, wearing these different hats for the program. So it's, it's really awesome to see, um, you know, one of the big things I wanted to touch on, uh, with you and, and I can speak to it as well as, um, you know, you played 24 games your freshman year. Um, do you want to share a little bit about, you know, the eight games you played your sophomore year and the reasoning behind that? Yeah. So it was, it was an unfortunate season. Nothing went well. I mean, uh, um, it goes to show when you don't work hard in the off season, it's going to show on elite prospects. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't work as hard as I should have uh, um, being silly about that. And I got injured. Um, yeah. Tore ACL uh, against Florida state um, was not fun at all to go through. I actually, uh, that same game, I tore my ACL. I didn't realize I did it. And, yeah, I, of course, tweaked it, but I didn't really know what was going on at the time. So I, I waited a whole period, and then I went out for another shift and uh, was uh, battling this player, like, partial breakaway for the puck, and I crashed into the net and tweaked it again. So <laughs> that might have made yeah. it work. But, um, yeah, it's just, it was not fun. Not a fun season for me. Yeah, and, and we're going to, um, for all the listeners, that we're going to touch on the injuries here and kind of what it means to to battle through it. Um, I know you've had your ACL tear, had a concussion here and there. Um, I actually tore my ACL twice in the same knee. Um, so, and, and you and I had some good conversations about what that recovery was like. Um, and, and, and if you could just share, you know, I, I know you heard it playing hockey and, um you know, one of one of the uh, aspects of club hockey is you normally don't have a. You I mean you have a trainer at the game, but you don't have your you know team doctor or someone you're referred out to. Um, if you were like an NCAA program, we just don't have the resources. But if you want to talk about that that rehab process for your ACL, and um, you know, obviously it's a long one. 
um, and kind of the the <laughs> the mental grind of you know watching your team play while you're also you know going to PT and still trying to be a part of the team. Yeah, that rehab process was absolutely horrible. Um, my life was at an all-time low going through that. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was really tough. But um, you know, one thing you always want to make sure you're always staying on top of it, trying to get back as soon as possible. Um, just always keep pushing. No, and like don't give up on it. Um, unfortunately, I I uh, was uh, loafing around in the rehab process a lot so I mean my next season didn't turn out the way it should have been for sure um that showed with my ice time I got so um this offseason I've been pushing a lot harder I'm just getting motivated and um, I'm feeling so much better already um it feels like my knee never tore my ACL um but yeah it's always important to make sure you get through that, that process no matter how long it takes yeah, so with the um, – and obviously there's tons of different injuries out there, but, you know, how – now that you're uh, skating again, can you recall how many times – I mean, I, I, I know that, you know, you're you're trying to just bend your knee at the very beginning. Um, you're, like, non-weight-bearing. I mean, you got crutches or whatever, but um, do you remember how many times a week you were, you were going to a physical therapist? Yeah, it actually started two days after surgery. I was going three days a week for – probably three or four weeks and then went down to two week for probably two months and then um finally went down to one day a week and then I was out of there in no time yeah and you you realize you know when I had mine um you know you're just happy to get a full rotation on a bike at a certain point you know after the surgery um but then I mean it's pretty much you're you're trying not to overwork it but you're working on strengthening your the muscles around it. So, um, so it, it doesn't happen again. Right. Um, and my wife is actually a physical therapist and I should have brought her on to talk more about an ACL tear and, and, uh, the rehab process, but, um, you know, so you, you got through the rehab process and, um, you know, can you, there's a mental struggle, right. You're, you're, um, I don't know if you were wearing a brace while you were playing, but you know, you always got that in the back of your mind of, well, I don't want to tear it again. Is it ready to go? Um, so how did you feel when you, when you got back on the ice, um, you know, for your first practice or uh, for your first game competitive, was it, was it in your head at all? Actually, no, it wasn't. I mean, I didn't even think about it. I was just more thinking about how out of shape I was. Um, (laughs) it, it set me back really far. I was already out of shape the season before in the off season. And then, uh, I mean, that just made it worse, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) was it, was it? I think mine was, it's, again, this is, uh, I'm no doctor, but it's, spo- it's supposed to be nine months, I think, before you're back playing competitive. Um, do you remember how long it took for you since from the injury to when you played your your next competitive game with, with hitting? Uh, yeah, it might have it been around nine months. I know I got cleared probably six and a half months to uh, start skating. Mm-hmm. Um that that at the time did feel really weird, but now it feels great again. So, yeah, and I'm I'm sure age has a lot to do with it. I, I tore mine, well, I don't know, five years ago, maybe. Um, now four years ago, and then I tore it when I was 14. So obviously, the when I tore it when I was 14 is a little quicker, but you know, mine doesn't feel the same anymore. And I I hope you don't <laughs> have that problem. You're still young enough to to get back to where you were. Um, 
Well, I mean, obviously it's, it's hard to come back from any injury. Um, I mean, it's a tough thing to do. And obviously you got a, a senior year ahead of you. Um, and I know MTSU is putting a lot more effort into this off season. You got those training groups um, going uh, at uh, what's, what's the gym you guys are doing? Oh, we're going to seven minutes in Nashville. Seven minutes. And have you, you know, just sticking with the, the ACL, um, are you having to tweak any, any workouts that the guys are doing because of your knee or you think you're, you're fully back and can do whatever you feel like doing? Oh yeah. I'm fully back. <laughs> I'm not having to like cheat on any of them. I mean, I do get winded a little bit. It's a, it's a process, but um, I mean, everyone gets winded and hit cardio exercises, but yeah, um, it's just feeling great. I'm not having to change anything, any process. So I think we're all good now. Just got to keep getting it stronger. Right, right. And then so another um, injury that you had was, um, I'm not sure if you had more than one, but the concussions. Um, was that uh, was that when you came back from your ACL then? Yeah, so that was in the season I came back. Um, I probably played, I can't remember, probably 10 games. And then we got uh, Ole Miss at home. Um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a bad hit. It was a little up high, but it wasn't that that caused it. Um, I slammed my head on the ice, and yeah, I've I've had multiple concussions, which isn't fun, but um, yeah, it's it's scary for sure sometimes. Yeah, and um, obviously, it goes without saying, but you know, if you you break an arm, it grows back, but um, it repairs itself, but in a cast, and but you only have you only have one brain, right? So you gotta yeah, yeah. take those concussion seriously um and i'm not sure if mtsu i'm, I'm assuming they have a your, with your doctor return to play kind of protocol um did you does mtsu do those you know pre-concussion screenings so when you do have one you take that same test over again do they have those return to play tests um are you talking about like at the game for the trainers we had well, I realize, I mean, if you're getting a concussion during a game, I know the trainer on site there will check you out, but I'm talking more of, you know, you're, if you're, if you're diagnosed with a concussion, um, you know, then you're referred to a, a doctor or something before you can come back. Did, did that happen at all? Yeah. So yeah, I didn't this for that. I actually went to elite sports medicine. Um, my girlfriend's dad works there, which is a huge, um, able to get me in a slot there and, yeah, it took me probably uh, two to three months to come back, just contact and practice from that. Um, so I missed a lot, had to get back in the rhythm. Um, yeah, and they're just miserable. I mean, all you want to do is play, but it's if you're, you know, trying to come back too soon, you're starting to get headaches and it's uh, <laughs> you're, you're in the dark room for a little bit there. Um, oh, yeah. And did you miss any uh, class time with that? Um, I, I might've missed like one day of class, like, um, prior or like right after the concussion happened, but I think that's about it. Okay. And, um, so obviously we have a lot of uh, parents that listen and I'm, I'm sure we have some younger listeners, um, who are playing now. Um, you know, you've been through the ACL injury, um, a few concussions and I, I'm sure you've have a little, uh, bruises and, and nicks here and there but um is there anything that you know you you would like uh you know some advice for our, our listeners and parents of you know what happens if you get an injury and you know coming back and 
anything along those lines that you picked up going through yours? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you get injured, don't be scared to try to get better. Don't don't just quit because of an injury. Just keep on going. If you can keep going, keep doing it. Um, I mean, obviously, you don't want to keep doing it. You don't love the sport enough. But, I mean, just don't let it scare you on or off the ice if you're getting into similar situations from when it happened. Just, um, just keep moving. Uh, don't let anything bring you down. Um, just keep doing what you love. Yeah, and I think – I'm sure you've heard the saying too, but there's a difference between – hurt and injured right if you block a shot and it and it hurts like you know you might want to put on your big boy pants and go out there your next shift um but i mean you tear an acl concussion you know you break something those are those are injuries that unfortunately they're part of the game but um i think you can say and and i'll say as well as you know you got to make sure you're taking care of it the right way and the, the worst thing you can do is try to rush an injury um like i said you can play through being hurt um, but you know, at this time, I, there, I don't have any listeners <laughs> there's nobody playing, you know, club hockey that's getting paid millions of dollars to, uh, to fight through, a, an injury. Like you hear about in the NHL and the playoffs that, um, that are going around going on right now, actually, but, um, you know, just being smart and making sure you're, you're taking care of yourself, especially your, your head. You only get one brain, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Right. Um, so we can uh, move on from the, the injury aspect, but I just wanted to give you an opportunity to, to talk about MTSU and um, headed into your senior year and um, obviously getting a lot of commits. Um, JJ has been elevated to the head coach. Um, just trying to get your thoughts on the, on the upcoming season. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're excited. Um, I know some teams we played uh, last year, I think they're going D1. Um, I think we already have our schedule locked in, so we're playing a couple of those teams that are going D1, which is going to be fun. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be really different from us. Uh, people are going to see MTSU as uh, we can't hang with them, but, yeah, we can for sure now. Uh, I mean, we just keep growing every year, and it just gets more and more exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, is that MTSU schedule public yet? So I think um, Lyndon Palmer, the new president, is still trying to lock some things in, but uh, it's it's pretty close to being public. Okay. Do you want to? Um, do you know any of the? You don't have to give dates and times because they're probably not official yet. But is there any team or program that you guys that you yourself are excited to play? Maybe some revenge game or anything like that. Yeah. So I can't, I can't unfortunately share the new teams we're probably going to play, but definitely excited to play, um, you know, Auburn and Vandy again, um, Bama teams like that. And I'm just really excited to get revenge if we can, I think we can for sure. So, uh, I mean, I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and talking about your schedule and I, it just came to my head, but, uh, you know, you, last year, I think it was last, no, the year before you guys had the opportunity to play. Um, so, what was it? The Predators and the Lightning played an outdoor game at Nissan Stadium. Um, so you guys had the opportunity to to play Vanderbilt on the same ice. Um, you talk a little bit about that experience. I know it wasn't exactly a real hockey game because for whatever reason, you guys weren't allowed to hit. Um, but if you wanted to you know, share what it was like playing in a, a hockey game in a outdoors in Nashville in a football stadium. Unfortunately, get the play because my ACL. But it was it was oh, yeah. fun. To, I mean, being able to watch my teammates play 
uh, Nissan State just was incredible. I mean, I'm sure both teams had an absolute blast. Um, some dreams were made for sure. Um, it was a many experience. It's a great experience that many teams, you know, don't get to do. So can't take that for granted at all. And you know these. These uh, club hockey teams, they have big opportunities like these NCAA teams. So don't ever think you have to go go all the way to have these big uh, for yourself. Right. And I, I, I have no stats to back this up, but I can't imagine there's been a outdoor uh, eight, or college hockey or club hockey game um, in Tennessee. None no. <laughs> come to mind. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just another way MTSU is growing. And, I mean, those opportunities are – once in a lifetime. So, uh, that's awesome. But, um, but, uh, I kind of end every, uh, interview with the the same question, unless it's brought up already in the interview. But, um, like I said, multiple times, we have a lot of parents and, and young listeners. Um, and I know you shared about your, your injury experience, but is there anything a, a coach or a teammate has told you, um, regarding hockey that's kind of stuck with you and, um, you know, not necessarily motivational, but that's something that that's you you've kept to your close to your heart while you've been playing throughout your career. Yeah. So my dad has been, I guess, motivating me to get better and um, just, he's always been there for me trying to push me. And I, I really appreciate everything he's done for me just over the years along with my mom, but he's been the one uh, just, I guess, uh, talking to me after games about like what I can do better. Um, he played or skated in his life, but he sure does know the game. Um, so he was always kind of like my, my head coach growing up. Um, so I, I owe it to him for sure for everything he's done for me um, playing hockey. Yep. And I think every, uh, every player should show the same kind of respect. I mean, uh, without your parents, that none of this is, is possible, whether it's finances or driving into the rink or, or really anything. Um, so the motivation has to come from somewhere and it's, it's uh, good to hear you speak that way about your, about your parents and family. But um, uh, so, I mean, Jackson, it's been a blast having you on the podcast. Um, I didn't want or is there anything else you wanted to, to touch on before we, we sign off here? I think you, I think you nailed a lot of good points, especially about the injury injuries and pro- providing more information about uh, MTSU. But if you had anything else to, to bring up that maybe I didn't ask you. Um, the floor is yours. Uh, I think we covered everything. I can't really think. Okay. Of it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a blast for sure. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. And I think we'll, uh, uh, you're the second official MTSU player at the time I interviewed Zach. He was not officially committed. So we'll uh, probably have more MTSU players on and, um, you know, more people in the national area, but, um, I appreciate you coming on the walk the line podcast and, um, yeah, I think the, everybody will, will gather something from this episode, but, um, again, I just wanted to, to say thank you for coming on. Greg, you have a good one there. Yep. You too. We'll see you. Yeah. Bye.